everybody, and welcome to yet another amazing episode of Stacks and the City. I'm your host, Ashley. As always, y'all, hey, and you all, oh my god, week four. It's week four of Conteen. Week four of Conteen. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie to you, as Tad, it's hard for an extrovert like me to be out here in the streets. You can't really be in the streets because you're scared. I'm over here wearing surgical masks at the grocery store. Y'all, it's just OD. But, you know, of course it's necessary, y'all. I will find that the best part of my day is the ability to go outside and take a run around the National Mall, trying to get some miles in. Fun fact about me, I tried to run a half marathon not once, but twice. And for circumstances that have nothing to do with me, didn't work out. So I'm going to run my own. But that's neither here nor there. You guys... I am so excited about today because we will be talking about top 10 definitions with me. It's just me, guys. So if you all are interested in the stock market, and y'all, there is never a better time than the present to do that for an enormous amount of reasons. Buy low, sell high, blah, 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 get this money, all that. But I want people to understand some of the big definitions that you'll see on CNBC or on Fox Business or when you're just talking to those random investment bankers that just happen to pass a pass a by. I really want people to have an understanding of exactly what this stuff means when they're throwing around stuff like the Dow, they're throwing around exactly what the stock market is. I'm going to break everything down for y'all. Everything's about to be broken down. So guys, this is, a, this is an episode where y'all got to get a pencil and paper out. This is one of those episodes. I'm going to give y'all a couple of seconds to go and get that. Or even the notes in your iPhone. Take the notes in the iPhone. And y'all, just take a couple seconds. I'll give you a couple seconds. A little round of applause. A little pause. Okay, okay. Y'all, I can't pause for so long. That's all I can do. Y'all, you can just press the pause button. But get some materials. This is going to be a very clear, concise, basic version of the common terminology that you will hear about the stock market you all in my opinion you really can't delve until you have some type of understanding so without further ado let's get started okay you all first definition the stock market what exactly is the stock market y'all long story short the stock market's a place where companies go to buy and sell their company and where consumers go to purchase. So you all, the stock market basically is the biggest mall that you can think of. Like, this mall you can never even leave. It is a mall that is filled to the brim with companies everywhere. Any kind of store that you want. You can get food, drugs, clothes, shoes, gas, electricity, probably some, some kinky stuff. Who knows? It is literally the biggest mall imaginable. And people are going to the mall, you as a consumer, you're going to the mall, and you are looking to buy an item. And in return, these companies, the stores, if you will, go to are looking to sell. So think of the stock market just like when you go to a regular store. You as a consumer are looking to buy and they are looking to sell. So it is literally that exchange. And that exchange happens like all the time. In one second, there'll be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of exchanges going. So yeah, you're in a store and you're making an exchange. That's essentially what the stock market is. There are different types of stock markets. So stock market is the big esoteric version. That's like, that's what you call like a very generic version of like um, buying and selling. 
But there's different specific places that you'd go to make these trades. So not every stock market's the same. For example, the New York Stock Exchange, which is our next definition. The New York Stock Exchange is the largest marketplace to trade those stocks in the United States. So this is the biggest mall you can ever think of, you all. It's an auction market. So long story short, that basically means that you are making a trade between the actual seller. So imagine you're in Zara, imagine you're in Sephora, and you are going directly to the counter to make the trade to purchase something. That is exactly what Nat, or what um, the New York Stock Exchange does. So it's a physical building, it's located in New York City, but you don't, as a consumer, as a buyer, you don't have to physically be there to make the trade. You can make the trade on a platform like E-Trade, Fidelity, or Robinhood. But there is a physical place where you'll see stockbrokers making those trades all the time. So that's essentially what the New York Stock Exchange is. Now, there are different types of marketplaces. So there's different stock markets all over the world. There's a London Stock Exchange. There's one in Hong Kong. There's one in China. There's one for each for different company or sorry for different countries. So it's not just one. The stock market is like a big umbrella. Think of that as the big umbrella and the New York Stock Exchange, London Stock Exchange, just one in Chicago. Those are the small those are like underneath that big term of stock market that companies go to to buy and sell their goods. Now another very common type of stock market is the Nasdaq. Now I'm sure that you all heard that. That's our next definition. NASDAQ is another type of trading marketplace. Now, there's a lot of differences between the two, between the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ. We're not going to delve too much into those differences, at least not on this episode. But the biggest takeaways I want you to know from the NASDAQ is that this is a stock market that is literally 100% virtual. So there is no physical place to go make these trades. It's all done online. There's no no physical place. Another big component is that if you're looking for a technology stock to trade, then you can make those tech stocks in the NASDAQ. So your Facebook, so your Google, any tech giant will be featured on NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange too, but specifically those tech companies. So if you're all looking to invest in those, go on NASDAQ. That's big, big picture, y'all. Just know that it's virtual and just know that it is like Facebook tech companies. Okay, a ticker symbol. Now, y'all, a ticker symbol is basically a two, three, or four-digit code that represents a publicly traded company. We use these codes to search for the companies that we want to invest in. So if you guys are travelers, think instead of the airport being like the Los Angeles airport, it's called LAX. There's a symbol for it. Instead of the like Chicago O'Hare Airport, it's ORD. It's basically a shorthand version of a company that you want to trade in. Some of these companies are long. They have long names. We ain't got time for those long names. So instead of having these huge names, you want to shorten it to three or four letters so that we are able to easily make any trades. It's just for ease, y'all. That's essentially what a ticker symbol is. It's a symbol for the company that you want to trade in. You use these ticker symbols to make the actual trade. Speaking of you all, okay, a publicly traded company. Write that down to you all. That's our next definition, publicly traded company. Publicly traded companies are companies where a small percentage of its business is available for the entire public to own. 
publicly traded companies are what's available in the stock market for consumers to buy and sell. Companies decide to go public for many different reasons. Perhaps the biggest reason being to raise money to grow their business. Now, you guys, when companies first get started, think of like a small little company. You, you, let's say you want to start your own company. You're usually going to use the bank or other people's money to help build your company. Now, as your company gets bigger, you may want to start looking for outside money, more money. What companies will do to get money to help grow is that they will allow, they will start selling pieces of their company, parts of their company to the public to purchase. So that's why like the stock exchange exists, the New York Stock Exchange exists, because it is a forum to allow companies to give pieces of their ownership, not a lot, it's called a share, and we'll talk about that too, pieces of their ownership for you, for me, for regular folk, for Warren Buffett's, for the general public. Now, when you do that, it allows that company to grow and it allows us to grow. Because when we put money into them, they're going to be over here buying, selling, get more people to buy stuff, more commercials, this and that. And they grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Publicly traded companies allow regular, regular people to get a piece of their pie, to own a piece of that company. Okay. The next definition, guys, is a share. Share, that's a big word. Not share like the singer, whom I love, a regular share. Share is a piece of a company. Companies are massive, you all. They're worth billions of dollars. Facebook, your Google, huge companies worth so much money. You and I, and even some of the big bankers, even your women, I Warren Buffett, but some of your big folks can't afford to purchase ownership of that entire company. And some investors may not even want to put all of their money into one company. So what do they do? Companies decide to break up their ownership, the value of their business into small chunks so that people like you and I can afford it. So for example, let's say that... Facebook decides to go public, which it did in 2011. Let's say that Facebook went public. Now, let's say that Facebook decides to put 20% of their business, of the valuation of their business, into the public to own. So we have access to 20% ownership of the business. Let's say that to own a piece of Facebook is worth $1,000. I can't afford that. So what Facebook is going to do, they're going to break up the ownership, break up that money into $10 increments. So instead of having $1,000 piece, you're going to have $110 pieces of the company. They break it down so that more of us can own a piece of the pie. That's what a share is. It's a small sliver of ownership of the company. And it's usually worth something. It's worth a valuation. Okay. IPO, initial public offer. IPO, initial public offer. An IPO is the beginning price of a company's new entry into the stock market. Think of this as the debut of a company into public society. Companies that want to be publicly traded have to go through an extensive process. They generally hire a big name investment bank, like a JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, to help them get prepared for the stock market. This is like an up and coming initial price for the public to buy. Okay, when companies become publicly traded, they go through an extensive process. You just can't do this overnight. You gotta already be popping. You gotta be popping before the public wants to purchase a piece of you. I say that a lot of times, you guys. You gotta be great. 
So what companies do is that they prepare to be seen publicly. What they do, they work with a lot of investment bankers, they work with attorneys to get them prepared to be available for the public. Also what they do, the investment bankers, attorneys come up with a price, a share price, so that we as regular people can buy it. Now, IPOs are really important because not only do they debut the valuation of a company, how much the company is actually worth, but it actually gives you the opportunity to buy something when it first comes out. So the thing is, you guys, if you if you bought Facebook in 2011, it was worth around $38. Now it's worth like around the 130s or so. Actually, yeah, it's worth around. Let's let's check right now, y'all. Give me one sec. Let's see how much Facebook is worth. So now Facebook is worth 170 $4. So if you purchased Facebook 10 years ago, you would have bought it at, a, at an entry level of $38. IPOs can be really great because they give you opportunity to buy something when it's fresh off the press. It's brand new, fresh to death. And as it grows over time, as the company gets bigger because they're using our money to invest and grow their business, we end up getting more money in return. So it's kind of like you... You see something in someone really young, and then you want to put money into it. And that's what IPOs can do for you, the initial public offer, the first valuation of that stock. Okay, guys, a trade. A trade is an exchange between a buyer and a seller. Consumers sell pieces of shares of their companies all the time, and they're always buying something. We always got to buy something. The general rule of thumb is that when you're trading is to buy low at a discount, and sell high when you'll get maximum profit. So you all, we make trades all the time. We go to the grocery store, we go shopping, we get our hair done, we get our nails done, we buy a pillow, we're on Amazon, we're, you know, we're doing some things. You are always using your money to purchase something to get something in return. That is exactly what a trade is. It's the exact same thing. You purchase something to get something in return. You get a stock, you purchase a piece of the company in order to get a share or ownership of the company and more ownership of it. More is worth more as it continues to grow, as time goes by. Okay, you all, the next definition is the Dow Jones Industrial Average. It's also known as the Dow, Dow Jones, DJIA. So you all, this is, this is an index. An index basically is a selection of certain companies that have some in common. These are 30 of the best, brightest, sexiest companies of the entire stock market. These are the cream of the crop. You don't buy the Dow, the Dow Jones. You observe the Dow Jones. That's how important the Dow Jones is. The Dow Jones is essentially an indicator of what the entire stock market is doing. So you all, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of companies that are publicly traded. There is no way we can track each and every single teeny tiny company. So what do we do? We look at one piece of company. We look at a whole group of companies that are all together that become one to monitor and track the way that the entire stock market is doing. Because these are the best. These are cream to crop. These are like the smartest kids in the school. And you use the smartest kids in the school to track how well the entire class is doing. So if the smartest kids in the school fail a test, then you know that things ain't good. So you want to think like McDonald's, Apple, Disney, those Exxon, those are the best companies they've been around for a long time. They're great. They're fantastic. They have a wonderful rate of return. People, they're never going to go bad. So if it's, if they're going down, that means everything is just basura. 
is really, really bad. So the Dow Jones you don't invest in is what you observe. So when people say the Dow goes down, that basically is saying that the entire stock market went down as well. You want to know that. If someone says the Dow's doing great, then that means the entire stock market's doing great. Representation of the best companies in the United States, in our stock market. Okay, the Standard & Poor's is our next definition, 500, the S&P 500. So this is another index or a group, a selection of stocks. These are 500 of the largest companies publicly traded on the stock market. The S&P 500 is based on market capitalization. And we'll talk about that, you guys. So hold on or the value of the company. So in other words, the 500 best companies that pull the most profits and get the most money in the stock market get featured in this selection of stocks. Like the Dow Jones, you can't invest directly in the stock market, but you can invest in stocks that are similar to this. So basically, you all, the S&P 500 is the top, the top 500 best stocks, but instead of measuring them because they're popping and they're like old money, these are being measured based on how big they are, how much money they are, how popular they are, how much value they have, how much they're worth. So for example, Facebook is going to be on the S&P 500. It's a huge company. It hasn't been around long enough to be the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones is old money. S&P 500 is not only new money, but they got, the, the, they got receipts to prove why they're so great. They're showing that they, they got a lot of money in that company. So this is just another indicator to tell you how well the stock market is doing. These are just indicators, you guys. Okay. Now, guys, I know this is a lot. I know this is a lot. And honestly, as I explain, like, I hope I do a really good job of explaining this because this can be very boggled down with details. But guys, honestly, at this point, just take what I... If there's only one point you got from this, from each, then that's more than enough because it gets you familiar. And I want you all to be familiar with these terms. You don't have to know them inside and out, but I do want you to be familiar, you all. I did come up with these definitions myself. I did have some help. I looked online just to make sure that I was able to explain it well enough for you all. And I will have the some of the websites that I like the most, the resources in the description notes, so you could take a look um, for yourself. But I highly recommend that you all do that. Definitely take a look uh, online, see the other information that's out there, but don't get bogged down with details, you guys. I just want you to be vaguely familiar with this. So if someone's dropping like, oh, you know, they traded this and that, you have an idea of what they're saying versus like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what these things are. And you know, there's so many terms, we'll definitely go over all these terms. Uh, all there's other terms I want to talk about with you all as well. You guys, again, the stock market is definitely not that difficult to understand. We do it every single day, you guys. Honestly, the stock market really is just our everyday buying and selling. We purchase all the time as consumers, and companies that we go into physically are always selling things to us. It is a microcosm of how the, the stock market is basically a microcosm of how we live our everyday life. It really is. And that's what makes it so amazing to me. So guys, don't get bogged down with details. Stay fabulous. We're going to keep going with this. Please, y'all, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to DM me. Let me know because I want to make sure that I'm able to explain this to you all the best way possible. And of course, guys, if you haven't done so already, please make sure that you rate, comment, um, subscribe. Let me know what y'all are thinking. You guys are truly amazing. You're fabulous. And if you guys drop me your email, I will make sure I actually have something like this typed up and sent to you all. So stay amazing. Stay fabulous. I cannot wait to talk to you guys soon. And have a wonderful, phenomenal, and fabulous rest of your week. Bye, y'all. Yeah.